0: You're listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station.
1: Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church. Where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church.
2: On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.
3: Welcome to A Little Bit of Church Every Day, home Bible study 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link.
0: You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to q95fm.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast or around the world. That's q95fm.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV, and you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com.
3: You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I. Our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast. The Phelps campus at CAC Phelps. The Pikeville campus at Pike UPC. And you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word.
1: Praise
0: the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily i Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style, brought to you Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, it is a Monday, y'all. That's right. Hope you had a great weekend. We had a great weekend. Uh, We attended my middle granddaughter's graduation from college uh, Saturday. And we uh, got to spend some time with them on Saturday. And then um, she's going to be a teacher. That's right. So uh, she'll be getting a job very, very soon in the teaching profession. And also, uh, we had a great weekend of services uh, Sunday morning at CAC. We had a great uh, lesson in Sunday school as well as a great time having church and uh, spirit of the Lord was great. And brother Caleb DeBarge preached and did a great job. And also you can always go back and uh, you can watch that again and again, because it is on our archives and you can go to the Facebook page and you can find all of that there on, uh, on the Facebook page, of CAC Daily and all the other Facebook pages that we, I guess, administrate. That's what you call it. Well, let's see what else. Uh, then we went to Pipeful, and we had a great uh, time. Uh, got to announce that, that Pipeful now is going to be able to pay off our uh, our loan, our building, and we're going to have a note-burning note burning uh we're going to have a note-burning, um, you know, uh, service. That's what I was wanting to say, service, a note-burning service coming up very, very soon. So, uh, yes, yes, we are going to uh, pay off the building. And uh, we certainly appreciate all who have helped us to make that a possibility. So yeah, we're going to have a great time celebrating what the Lord has done and uh, paying off the building, getting debt-free. Everybody likes to be debt-free. That free. was easy. No, it wasn't easy, but it was uh, it was something that now we're going to do that this week, go pay the loan off this week, and we're going to get that taken care of so that we can uh, celebrate what the Lord has done Not only to pay the building off in such a short time, but also give us opportunities now to uh, not have to worry about a payment. So yeah, I'm happy about that. Let's give the... Yeah, that's what I say. And uh, so uh, we, uh, we just are excited about what the Lord is going to do and is doing at apostolic church that's our daughter work that we oversee in the Pikeville Kentucky area so yes the Lord has been good to all of us right and uh, Christmas coming up on us we all have to remember just how good the Lord has been because had it not been for why we celebrate Christmas then we would all have no hope but thank the Lord we have hope Thank you for joining us today as we come together to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. We've got some stuff lined up for you. We hope that you will enjoy. Uh, We are uh, getting ready to uh, just dive right into our Bible reading this morning so I can do a little catch up and get some uh, stuff ready for uh, our graphics and other things that we need to have ready For the broadcast. So let's just jump right into, first of all, prayer and prayer requests. Uh, Of course, we have announcements that we want to continue to make uh, so that everybody understands what is um, coming up. So, uh, well, the kids will be going to Archer Park. That'll be Friday, December the 15th, and they're leaving the church. Around 5:30 or 6, anyone under 18 must have a permission slip. Christmas party coming up for CAC at the Christian Community Center. That'll be located at Phelps, Kentucky, December the 21st, 6 to 8 p.m. If your child is under 18, must have a waiver. Waivers are in the back of the church. Also, CAC New Year's Eve celebration, Sunday, December 31st, 9 p.m. to after midnight. And our men's meeting is always the first Monday of the month. This time, instead of the first Monday of January, it's going to be the second Monday due to a holiday. So it'll be January the 8th at 6 p.m. And, of course, we do have all of our uh, prayer requests that we want to have you pray about and for. And as you see those scroll across the screen, We'll mention the last 10: Irvin Justice, Daniel Long, Gwen New, Herbert uh, or Hubert Mullins, uh, Sabrina Workman, Tom Fuller, Everett Lett, Joe Justice, Alyssa Justice, Nick Justice. Let's remember all of these in prayer. and uh, we had a couple of uh, prayer requests from our, uh, our audience. We want to remember Molly. And we also want to remember uh, not just Molly, but also uh, we want to remember Fran, F-R-A-N in prayer. And uh, that is uh, some of our internet uh, viewers from all across the U.S. and around the world. So let's remember all of these uh, prayer requests. And if you have a prayer request, there's several ways you can get that to us. You can call in at six zero six two eight two four one zero eight, or you can email that to prayer at org. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we open up today's broadcast. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to gather together with your people all across the U.S. and around the world. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us today as we have come together, that we will give you honor and praise and glory. I pray also, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way for each and every one on our prayer list. You know their needs, their situations, their circumstances, all those that need healing in their body, in their mind those that need spiritual healing, Lord, whatever it is, that they can find it in you. And Lord, we trust you to be everything we need. I pray that you would touch my oldest brother, Lord, that you would just give him healing in his body and that uh, all the nausea and sickness that he's experiencing will go away and that the uh, disease will be eradicated out of his body. And Lord, we love you and we praise you and we give you honor for it's all. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask and pray amen amen well let's see what else we got that we can get into our Bible reading we're reading in 2nd Kings chapter 2 uh, or 2nd Kings chapter 20 I should say and uh, let's see if we can't get that uh, thrown in here on this beautiful day in the neighborhood it's going to be 40 degrees today we didn't get the snow they predicted yeah they was predicting snow uh yesterday from Saturday night into Sunday. We did not get any of the snow and uh so uh we we were not able uh to see any snow flurries or nothing. It just we just look out every now and then no snow well to high the high today is going to be around forty degrees and it looks like tomorrow's going to be fifty two and it looks like on Wednesday going to be 49, not bad, not shabby for the month of December here in East Kentucky. And you can see that right here in East Kentucky, where we are located at, there is nothing going on. We got clouds, but nothing else happening right here in the neighborhood. So, uh, yeah, uh, going to be a, a great day just uh if you got any outside activities you want to do, it's not going to be too cold. So uh, enjoy this day.
1: Well, let's jump right into our Bible reading. 2 Kings chapter 20. In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. And the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos came to him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Then he turned his face to the wall and prayed unto the Lord, saying, I beseech thee, O Lord, remember now how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart, and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. And it came to pass, afore Isaiah was gone out into the middle court, that the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Turn again, and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people, Thus saith the Lord, the God of David, thy father, I have heard thy prayer, I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will heal thee. On the third day thou shalt go up unto the house of the Lord, and I will add unto thy days fifteen years, and I will deliver thee and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city for mine own sake, and for my servant David's sake. And Isaiah said, Take a lump of figs. And they took and laid it on the boil, and he recovered. And Hezekiah said unto Isaiah, What shall be the sign that the Lord will heal me, and that I shall go up into the house of the Lord the third day? And Isaiah said, This sign shalt thou have of the Lord, that the Lord will do the thing that he hath spoken. Shall the shadow go forward ten degrees, or go back ten degrees? And Hezekiah answered, It is a light thing for the shadow to go down ten degrees. Nay, but let the shadow return backward ten degrees. And Isaiah the prophet cried unto the Lord, and he brought the shadow ten degrees backward, by which it had gone down in the dial of Ahaz. At that time, Berodach Baladan, the son of Baladan, king of Babylon, sent letters and a present unto Hezekiah, for he had heard that Hezekiah had been sick. And Hezekiah hearkened unto them, and showed them all the house of his precious things, the silver and the gold and the spices and the precious ointment, and all the house of his armor, and all that was found in his treasures. There was nothing in his house, nor in all his dominion, that Hezekiah showed them not. Then came Isaiah the prophet unto king Hezekiah, and said unto him, What said these men? And from whence came they unto thee? And Hezekiah said, They are come from a far country, even from Babylon. And he said, What have they seen in thine house? And Hezekiah answered, All the things that are in mine house have they seen. There is nothing among my treasures that I have not showed them. And Isaiah said unto Hezekiah, Hear the word of the Lord. Behold, the days come that all that is in thine house, and that which thy fathers have laid up in store unto this day, shall be carried into Babylon. Nothing shall be left, saith the Lord and of thy sons that shall issue from thee, which thou shalt beget, shall they take away, and they shall be eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. Then said Hezekiah unto Isaiah, Good is the word of the Lord which thou hast spoken. And he said, Is it not good if peace and truth be in my days? And the rest of the acts of Hezekiah, and all his might, and how he made a pool and a conduit, and brought water into the city, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Hezekiah slept with his fathers, and Manasseh his son reigned in his stead. 2 Kings
0: It is somewhere in the neighborhood of about uh, 33 degrees outside. It's going to be a high somewhere in the neighborhood of about 40 today. I'll do a little bit of rearranging here so we can get some. Stuff we need to do. Well, uh, going to be just uh, considerable clouds this morning, then a blend of sun and clouds this afternoon, so we'll take that, and uh, of course, also, it's going to be 52 tomorrow. Well, let's see if we can't do this. 60 seconds with the pastor. 1 John chapter 2 and verse 15 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. John is instructing us how to keep the love of God in our lives. Simply put, it's by not loving the world. So what does it mean to not love the world? The Greek rendering for world is cosmos, which takes in the understanding of adorning or decoration. Don't let the world draw you into loving what they do, how they act, or how they look. The cosmos. We are the church, and if we want to have the love of the Father, then we are going to have to abandon the love for this world. And that is 60 Seconds with the Pastor. It's time for us to do a little something-something that we like to do about this time of the broadcast. We always like to try to get your knowledge uh, increased. So here we go with the trivia question of the day. video. What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC it's Trivia done. Question of the Day. CAC it's Trivia done. Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone it's Apostolic done. Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps it's Radio done. and Television Broadcast. It's the done. radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. whether you live on the East Coast West Coast, or it, around the world. That's q95fm.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice it's of Phelps does, radio does. broadcast and our television does broadcast, and that's Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. What that's WQCWTV, And you it can also does, watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com Well, today's trivia question When was John the Baptist filled with the Holy Ghost? When was John the Baptist filled with the Holy Ghost? And all you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily Click on the link It'll take you where you need to go and we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And, of course, uh, we want you to be a what participant, and that way we will have time. Uh, those results. What time well, speaking of results, we time. do have the results of what time Friday's trivia question. It's time. It's, time. What time it? it's time Well, we do have the results of Friday's trivia question, and Friday's trivia question was simply this who asked his servant to kill him while dying from a cracked skull and out of those that participated let's see well come on okay come on all right on. all right hold on hold on out of those that participated it looks like that 83% of you got it correct oh, yeah. And uh, the correct answer, of course, being this. Uh, Who asked his servant to kill him while dying from a cracked skull? 83% got it correct with Abimelech. So, yeah. And uh, we appreciate all who uh, participated in And that was Friday's trivia question. Also, uh, we'd like to let you know that you can participate in today's trivia question: When was John the Baptist filled with the Holy Ghost? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of c a c daily click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go and uh also uh we want to squeeze this in. This is something we like to do. It's from the Commonwealth Policy Center. And the executive director contacted us and asked us if we would put this on our podcast, on our daily podcast, called simply the Commonwealth Minute. And uh, so, uh, yeah, here we go.
2: Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. Congressman George Santos in New York has
1: officially been expelled from Congress over two-thirds of the House, voted to oust him, including half of Republicans, after an ethics report found that he allegedly committed crimes and engaged in numerous other unethical actions. George Santos said that these allegations were littered with hyperbole and that he was being bullied by his Republican colleagues. Some Republicans said that the ouster was premature, since Santos hasn't officially been charged with a crime. Yet, we do know that he lied about his biography and greatly misled voters in his district. Santos also used campaign funds for his own financial gain and violated other ethical guidelines. And for that, we must commend Republicans for holding one of their own accountable for this outrageous conduct.
2: Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at commonwealthpolicycenter.org.
0: And that is the Commonwealth Policy Center and the Commonwealth Minute and we certainly uh, appreciate uh, Richard Nelson uh contacting us a lot of times uh the information on those 1 minute segments deal with Kentucky that's why it's called the commonwealth minute uh but sometimes it deals with things worldwide that affects Kentucky in an indirect way so that's why sometimes when you hear of other things that has nothing to do with Kentucky that's the reason you hear of those things well uh we try to get in about 200 episodes every year And, uh, of course, we're celebrating our 10th anniversary right here at uh, CAC Daily ICAST. And uh, so we are celebrating what the Lord has done. And That was easy. Well, it's been pretty easy. And so we're celebrating the 10th anniversary with over 2,100 episodes when we get to the end of December. We're currently on episode for this year episode number 194, and this is day 345 out of 356. So we should get our uh, 200 in this year, but also just like to let you know that we will be taking a break coming up December the 20th, from December the 20th to January the 2nd. We'll take off December the 20th, and we'll return on air January the 2nd so we're going to take all of christmas off and just take a couple of weeks just to kind of kick back relax and uh, rejuvenate so that we can kick back in january the 2nd and uh, be right back on track with the broadcast so that's our plans that's what we plan on doing so we hope that you will uh understand just kind of spread the word around if you got people that watch the broadcast we haven't uh, Given up the broadcast or quit doing it uh, in December. It's going to just be a little break. We do that every now and then. We take a vacation uh, from the broadcast once, uh, once a year, and then we take uh, Christmas off, Thanksgiving uh, week off. We take a lot of different times and especially the holidays off, and we just spend it with family, and we just uh, rejuvenate and rest. Because uh, sometimes people don't understand uh, how much work it is just to put on a thirty-minute uh, to an hour broadcast. Uh, you've got all sorts of stuff you have to program. You have stuff you have to get ready, and uh, graphics you have to uh, you know update, and all these things. So there's all sorts of things uh, going on. Uh, in fact, just to put on this broadcast to kind of give you an idea of what it takes to put on a broadcast like we're doing i've got one two three four five uh five computers plus my iphone uh to pull this broadcast off so uh you can see how um how massive it is because each computer does its own thing and um we have uh, different things uh, just lined up. We could probably do it all on one computer uh, but uh, that that creates its own problem if that uh, computer decides to have a problem. so uh, we can still go on with the broadcast. one runs the sound and does graphics for weather and and uh, other things uh, and then one does the broadcast itself, which actually has the the uh, the uh software that puts it out there for you and has the graphics that you see like for instance, if I was to switch and you wanted to know what to do to call in, well the program doing this right here is on one computer. So you see that and then uh, all of our sounds uh, are on one computer and all of our uh, Commonwealth minute and internet stuff that we bring off the internet is on another computer. And all of our music and introductions are on another computer. So, yeah, it takes all of that just to do this little, tiny, itty-bitty broadcast. But uh, the Lord has blessed us to be able to do it and get it all uh, fixed so it can be a smooth going. Yeah. And uh, so, uh yes. That's uh, sometimes, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, things that we work on and you you hear me say that a computer's updating or a computer's not working correctly or something like that and we can't do certain things. That's the reason it's on uh, several different computers to get it all the way that it's supposed to run smoothly. Well, let's see what time it is. It is... Uh, about ten thirty-one, and you know what that means? That means we have went over about a minute, but uh, it's time for us to take our little break. And the reason we take our break? Well, we gotta clear up the lag. We gotta get everything ready. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch at any key. We'll be right back. and welcome CAC Daily ICAST as we bring you just a little bit of home Bible study, 21st century style. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you will be blessed by today's broadcast. We have a lot of stuff that we want to talk about today, so we want to dive right in. We're starting a new chapter in the book of Revelation, and we're studying our way through Revelation, and we're going to start in chapter 14 of uh, Revelation with verse number one. But uh, welcome to the broadcast today. You can uh, contact us many uh, ways here at the broadcast. You can uh, call in at six oh six two eight two four one zero eight or you can email us at prayer at cornerstoneapostolic dot org. And of course if you want to connect with us on our radio and television broadcast you can do that at um Our radio broadcast is Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Pressesburg, Kentucky, and that's 95.5 on your dial. And if you don't get those uh, uh, stations or you live too far outside uh, the listening area, you can always uh, go to your computer and just look up Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get any of those channels, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to Media. Com. Well, we're excited about our study through the book of Revelation, and, and I guess one other announcement I need to make to you. Uh, sometimes we have a cancellation, rescheduling, technical difficulties, something happens, we can't get on the air. And uh, you may be sitting in front of your laptop, PC, smartphone, or tablet wondering, why isn't the broadcast on? Well, you don't have to wonder anymore. Just get your phone out, and just like you see on the screen, go ahead and text at CAC Daily, that's all you put in the text. At CAC Daily, and you text that to the number eight ten ten, and you too will be put on the list. Well, we want to um, begin to read in verse number one of chapter fourteen, and uh, this is um, we finished up chapter thirteen Friday, and we want to start on chapter fourteen and get the word into our minds and understanding everything we need to understand. So uh, let's uh, begin with verse one. And I looked and be, and I looked and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion and with him a hundred and forty and four thousand having his father's name written in their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven, as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of a great thunder, and I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps. And they sung, as it were, a new song before the throne, and before the four beasts, and the elders, and no man could learn that song but the hundred and forty and four thousand which were redeemed from the earth." These are they which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men, being the firstfruits unto God and to the Lamb. And in, his, in their mouth was found no guile, for they are without fault before the throne of God. And I want to stop right there because I want us to go to the Lord in prayer as we study today. This is going to be lesson number 1,128 of our study through the Word. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here today to study your word. I pray that you would bless us, Lord, as we study your word, that we will take your word line upon line, precept upon precept, rightly dividing the word of truth so that we can all have a better understanding When we leave this broadcast, Lord, I pray that you would help us that if we misquote, misrepresent your word in any way, that you would forgive us and that we would be able to speak truth only as we give your people your word and we give you the praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, I certainly appreciate um, uh, you today who have come to study with us Uh, As we begin to study the word of the Lord, um, you know, we talked about the 144,000 being sealed uh, in the past. We have talked about that. We have uh, studied that in the past. Well, here we see this 144,000 again. We see the mention of them uh, the Lamb and the 144,000 on Mount Zion. Now, uh, when you begin to look at this, and I'll kind of just give us a little outline uh, that um, uh, we can look at and say, well, you know, uh, this is something that we need to um, kind of uh, break it down and see if we have read these things or heard these things in different places in the Bible. And that's why you can compare Scripture with Scripture. But um, when you begin to understand uh, uh, Revelation chapter 14, 15, and 16, uh, it covers the last half of uh, the tribulation period, the great tribulation period. Now, uh, the word voice is used 11 times in, three, in these three scriptures, or these three chapters, I should say. Heaven is pronouncing judgment as the world enters into the last half of the great tribulation all the scenes in this section anticipate things yet to come Um, and not everything that happens happens in chronological order which means uh, in succession of of how it is going to happen uh, you know, if if I was to say uh, today is Monday and tomorrow's Tuesday and then the next day's Wednesday, we all know that's in chronological order. But sometimes in the Word of God, and this happens even with books of the Bible, uh, they are not in chronological order, in, which simply means you may have one book uh, that was written at, at an earlier time period appear somewhere later. In the Bible, so I hope that kind of makes it clear that uh, when we study this and we begin to see uh, in Revelation, not all of these events that we study are in chronological order. So we begin to read in verse number one of uh, of chapter fourteen, and we see that the Lamb uh, stood on. Mount Zion the 144,000 were sealed uh, you know by God before the seventh seal that was in Revelation 7 as I told you we studied about that they are now standing with the lamb before the four beasts and the elders they are not part of the church because they are the special 144,000 of the Jewish people that are sealed. So this is not saying this is, uh, you know, the church or this is representing the church. This is that 144,000 that was sealed. Now they are with uh, the lamb and uh, the Bible says something very interesting about them. Uh, They are virgins. They are separated uh, literally and, Figuratively, uh, they are the first fruits uh, of the, I, I guess you could just say, Jewish evangelists uh, who reap a great harvest of people uh, in the tribulation. And remember, uh, there's a big difference in how the Lord deals with the church because the church is going to get raptured out of there. But he deals with the Jews and the Jewish nation in the a different way and I always try to separate those two not because uh, I want to uh, make you know uh, comments uh, of compromise or something like that but I want i separate those two because once the fullness of the Gentiles is fulfilled no more Gentiles are going to be saved once the church is raptured out of here there'll be no more Uh, looking and saying, well, I'll just wait until later and then I'll serve the Lord and all of this. Same thing with the Jewish people and this 144,000 that's been sealed. And then the Lord will deal with the Jewish nation in a separate way, as we will see. But looking at this and and understanding this, uh, them being the first fruits, I thought it was interesting. They're called the first fruits. Let's just uh, bring this back up just for a moment and uh, and just kind of go through this in a slower pace. And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the mount uh, Zion, and with him a hundred forty-four thousand. Now we know who the lamb is, right? Because it, it says he. You see, um, we know who the lamb is. We know who it's talking about. Uh, It's talking about Jesus, and it's talking about how that uh, he's standing on Mount uh, Zion, and the 144,000 are with him because it says, having his father's name written in their foreheads. They're sealed. That's what a seal means. Seal doesn't necessarily mean uh, like the Old Testament, the the king would take a ring and they would have some wax or substance and, and he would press that ring into that wax and it became a seal of the king. So everything in that document, everything in that letter uh, people knew that it came from the king because it had his seal on it. Well, these have the seal of uh, of of his father's name. Now that's very important because when we start talking about the name, uh, if you if I was to ask you what is your name, you have to tell me uh, you know what you are identified by, and. If I was to uh, give you my name, my name is Richard, well, you would say, okay, next time I see you, I know that you're Richard. Well, it's the same way with the name of the Lord. If you look in the Old Testament, you look through the New Testament, you see how important and how much is emphasis, if you will, is placed upon the name. If we call upon his name, if we pray in his name, if we ask anything in his name, so what is the The name. Well, the name is Jesus. Remember, Revelation is not necessarily all about future events and all of these uh, details. These are very important. But the book of Revelation is about the revelation of Jesus Christ. So with that said, uh, I think that it's easy to understand that when you look at this and you see uh, that the Lamb, we know is Jesus, and then these hundred and forty-four thousand have the seal, having His Father's name written in their foreheads, the name sealed with the name of Jesus. That's that's what this is. Uh, you know, you can't just say, "Well, the Father's name is Father." If I was to give you a, a say, say I was to just uh, give you an application. And where it says name, you just put, like for me instance, I put uh, uh, son because I'm a son. Or I could put father because I'm a father, I'm a dad. That doesn't tell you who I am. That doesn't tell you my name. So just to understand the name uh, written in their foreheads, it's not a title written there. It's a name. Keep that in mind as we study because the name of Jesus is the only name. In Acts 4 and 12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The name of Jesus. Very important. I'm glad I wear his name. I'm glad I'm covered by his name. I'm glad that I speak his name, and powerful things have to happen. Not because of me, not because of you, but because of him, his name. Amen. So looking at that, I want to uh, kind of just get us um, a little bit of understanding here. This lamb standing on Mount Zion, and with him are these 144,000, which were last seen in Revelation chapter 7. Now, they are identified as a group of Jewish believers. Has nothing to do with the church, has nothing to do with Gentiles. This is simply dealing with Jewish believers. And um, we find that they stand on Mount Zion with the Lamb, and it shows victory. It shows uh, uh, being an overcomer, um, and, and I think that that's important to, to show because the beast in Revelation 13 uh, could not defeat them, could not defeat them. And, and here they are triumphant, worshiping, and standing firm with Jesus. Oh, I hope that all of us are found triumphant this this morning. I hope that all of us are found triumphant. I hope that all of us are worshiping Jesus. You know, we sing the song, Victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. Well, be triumphant in Jesus. Our life should be triumphant. We should have victory. We shouldn't let things defeat us. So... Stand with Jesus, just like these 144 are standing on Mount Zion. Stand with Jesus today. Stand triumphant. You've come through some stuff. You've been through some stuff, but you were not overcome. You were not destroyed. We also need to be worshiping, worshiping Jesus and standing firm with Jesus. I don't know what the people that uh, today, they have a a hard time standing with Jesus. They they go to church, but they have a hard time standing with Jesus. They, uh, you know, sing songs, but they have a hard time standing with Jesus. And I don't understand why they can see that participation is not going to get them into heaven. It's their relationship or their stance with Jesus. So Revelation 14 uh, will answer a few questions uh, about the, the beast of Revelation 13. Um, he's going to make war against the, the saints and overcome them in Revelation 13 and verse number 7. So it's fair to ask some of these questions. Uh, the presence of the 144,000 on Mount Zion with the Lamb says that the beast don't have power over anything God seals or puts his name on. That's important to know. The devil don't have power over you. If you're standing with Jesus, if you're sealed with his name, the devil's not going to have power over you. Neither did the beast have power over these 144,000. And uh, you know, when when we read in Revelation 7, the 144,000 are seen at the beginning of the Great Tribulation. And in Revelation 14, we see them, see them at the end of the Great Tribulation, which means they were not defeated. They were not destroyed. Why? Because they had the seal of God in their foreheads. They were standing with Jesus. There's a song that says, I'll stand for Jesus and let the world go by. Sometimes we got to learn to stand with Jesus in this world right now, because this world right now is an evil world. There's evil on the left hand, right hand, before you, behind you, evil all around. And if we're not careful, we'll think that the world is our friend and those opportunities that... We'll, we'll have because we're, we're uh, going through this world. But we need to understand the only thing we need to realize is Jesus is our Savior. We've got to be covered by his blood. We've got to take on his name. We've got to repent of our sins, be baptized in his name, get filled with the Holy Ghost, and then live a life pleasing to the Lord. That's how you stand with Jesus and let the world go by. That song me and my wife used to sing a long time ago, I'll stand for Jesus and let the world go by. I'll claim his promise he will supply. We'll walk together, the Lord and I. I'll stand for Jesus and let the world go by. So we find that uh, uh, standing on Mount Zion they gathered on Mount Zion because Zion, the ancient name for the hills that make up Jerusalem, is the place where the Messiah gathers his redeemed and reigns over all the earth. So here we see the standing, the triumph, the, the ability to come through all that they came through, the 144,000 came through the great tribulation, and here they are standing with Jesus. You see, this is not the church. This is 144,000 Jews. The Bible says something about them that we do know. They are virgins, and, uh, and, and that's you know, important information. Not only are they virgins separated, you know, uh, literally and, and figuratively, but they are the first fruits. And that's important to know also. Now, getting back to, uh, to uh, the word, I want to uh, bring this up so you can read along. It says, And I heard a voice from heaven. As it were, the voice of many waters, and as the voice of a great thunder, um, and I heard the voice of harpers harping with their harps. There's praise going on. There's worship going on. Um, but this voice, this voice, if you will, uh, we see that uh, when you when you read in the in the scripture. And uh, you hear about the voice of many waters. Remember in Revelation chapter 1, verse 15, and and chapter 4 and verse 5, the voice of God was like the voice of many waters. And then you've got harpers harping with their harps. That's the voice of harpers harping with their harps. So there's praise going on. Any time, and I want to close with this, and we'll pick up on this uh, tomorrow, and any time that you find people around Jesus, there is worship. Any time you find anybody gathering around Jesus, there is worship. There's worship in heaven going on right now. There's praise in heaven going on right now. And here we see Jesus standing with 144,000, and it's on Mount Zion, and there's harpers harping with their harps. So there's praise, there's music, there's worship. Anytime you're around Jesus, you should worship and praise him. That's why when you go to church, Worship and praise Him. When you wake up at your own home, worship and praise Him. During this broadcast, worship and praise Him. I'm going to close with this because I want us to um, be reminded of uh, of our time that we try to just do a 20-25 minute lesson so that we don't interrupt and and cause problems. Uh, you know, you don't get wore out and you don't get overwhelmed. But uh, I want to stand with Jesus. I want to be a group of people that are, I want to be a person that worships him, praises him, stands with him. Don't you want to stand with Jesus today? Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity. You've given us to study your word. I pray that we have rightly divided the word of truth, expounded it fully. If we have misrepresented your word in any way or misquoted, forgive us, Lord, and help us to make it right, because our desire is to preach and teach your word, line upon line and precept upon precept. Help us all to have a great understanding of what is coming upon this earth, but help us to have a greater understanding of who you are so that we will worship you and serve you and praise you now. Lord, I pray that you would move in a mighty way for those that are going through life and seemingly have fallen short or fallen away or backslid or grown cold, that their lives will be pulled at by your presence. And they too will stand with you. Take on your name, so they will be able to victoriously praise you throughout eternity. Lord, we give you the praise and the honor in Jesus' mighty name. I hope that you have enjoyed the teaching session today. I've enjoyed bringing it to you. I hope that as we study this, that you are going to uh, just get more knowledge and, and more understanding of the book of Revelation. There's a lot of symbolism, a lot of tops and shadows, uh, a lot of things that may seem to be uh, difficult to understand. But everything we read in the book of Revelation, we can understand just the most important part, and that is Jesus Christ. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ. And that means that it reveals that he is God. He is powerful. He's an overcomer. He uh, He can uh, wage war and come out victorious. And those that are with him are victorious. I want to stand with Jesus. You know why? I want to be victorious Yes, I want to be a winner. The old song says I'm a winner either way, if I go or if I stay. But you know what? I want to stand with Jesus and be a winner today, triumphant. That's why we got to lift up our voice with the voice of triumph. We're victorious Oh, I hope you feel the Holy Ghost like I do. I hope you feel something like I do this morning. As we come to a close, of course, we do have our trivia question up and running. And our trivia question for today is simply this. Our trivia question just uh, simply uh, asks the question, when was John the Baptist filled with the Holy Ghost? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. I hope you enjoyed the broadcast. Hope you'll join us tomorrow, 10 a.m., once again, for another CAC Daily Outcast. Everybody have a great day, because we are out of here.
2: On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.